0: Wow. Zach was crazy,
1: man. That was, that was a pretty fun episode. Wasn't it? Yeah. That was like possibly one of my favorite episodes from back in the summer of 2020. We talked to Zach in October, so it wasn't quite summer. You know, it was definitely
0: a great conversation and, and it's, it's cool that you, you and him click so well together.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I can't wait to see what super rare does next. They continually improve all these platforms keep evolving and we just keep seeing new things from the NFT space. So, Can't wait to see what you guys are doing next. Zach, let's get you back on the show and have this. Hell yeah.
0: Hell yeah. And up next guys, we got Daniel pan, the
1: man, 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 my friend, Dan,
0: Dan, pan, the man. He has been incredible. His, his help and his charitable work that he's done to help us raise funds for what we've done at Christmas time and, and beyond has been incredible. And this guy, deserves every ounce of recognition for that and everything that these wonderful artists have put together for these incredible auctions to help a good cause. So we hope you enjoy Dude, this next episode with Dan.
1: Congratulations, oh. Dan Pan, the man, he just got married. Like oh, last no week. shit. Jitche, still on his honeymoon right now. In fact, oh, not now condolences, you guys are brother. to this, but like a week or two ago <laughs> while we're recording all the, I'm going to talk about that. Congratulations on getting married, Dan Pan. You deserve it. Alright guys, have a listen. Uh, give it up for Dan Pan, the man.
0: Welcome
1: to Crypto Campfire. They're chaos like a bowl of M&M's and Skittles. Mitch and the Professor. Featuring special guest, Daniel Pan. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto Campfire Podcast. This is The Professor. And Mitch. And today we're going to be talking with Daniel Pan. Well Mitch, this is a podcast number two for today, the prior being a live stream with Lisa Marie. Um, I'm pretty fired up because this has been a long time coming, to say uh-huh. the least. Yes. <laughs> it was a long time in planning before it even got scheduled the first time. <laughs> and then we got it scheduled and somehow neither of us Could make it work every time we got a schedule, always something was coming up. Right. And here we fucking are. This is going to be pretty incredible. (laughs) Daniel is the founder, uh, co-founder of the art gallery auction house on telegram, which I discovered way back in mm, boy, June, July, something like that. It was summer. It was summer when I was, uh, I had just discovered Sri as an artist and Desperately needed to get my hands on some artwork, uh, and his most recent piece was being auctioned at the art gallery auction house. Uh, so I ended up over there. Discovered that that was possibly the most amazing group of people um, that I had found in the recent years on Twitter, with the exception of crypto Twitter as an overall. Uh, well, it,
0: it's it's funny because I remember that. Like it was yesterday, and that was pretty much the day I lost my partner to the <laughs> NFT space.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was. Be,
0: beyond that, that lying. was
1: when you went deep into the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this more when we get him in here on the show. But honestly, it was kind of the, the auction house itself was honestly like that arm that pulled me all the way in to the right? rabbit hole. I went from having interviewed a lot of people that were slightly involved with nfts or working on projects not necessarily artists with one or two exceptions who mm-hmm. uh, kind of having minted an, uh, uh, an nft and having sold one and then you know sort of being kind of fascinated at the time to discovering the auction house and then thusly all of the relationships that developed within that which opened my eyes to how big really the crypto art world was and all of the different aspects of it and that's when i really started to discover everything so like i say that was like that that final thing that just got me sucked in all the way and so once those conversations begin that's when it really happens you know i mean that's sort of how how the podcast happened for us right oh for sure and to be honest it was kind of like the nft
0: space is kind of like um drugs for me in the sense that I'm afraid because I have an (laughs) addictive personality. I'm always afraid to, I've always been afraid to try drugs. (laughs) So I kind of been afraid to try the NFT spaces because I was afraid to get lost in it.
1: You will. I guarantee it. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about your potential endeavor into the NFT space here shortly as well. So let's let's, uh, let's get Daniel in here and get rolling. How's it going, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, it's going good. Thank you for having me on. Oh yeah, man. We're stoked. This is a, like, like we said, this has been a long time coming. uh, Yeah, most definitely. And uh, so as you heard us talking there, let's, let's get into the art house, just right off the bat, the auction house, because like I said, that was, that was really the arm that pulled me in all the way. Like you you get in there, you start talking to people and discovering all the little, all the little pieces of the rabbit hole um, and you just kind of fall in love. So, How how did the Auction House actually come to be? What caused it to be created? Uh, Who did you create it with? Do you want to give us just kind of a rundown on that?
2: Yeah, sure. So um, the the Auction House was founded along with uh, my uh, co-founder and friend, Ryan Wine. And uh, this was in April of last year. Um, And basically, you know, at the time, this was when I was starting to get into NFT art before uh, that point I was only into gaming nfts. Um, you know so uh, I, I felt like I needed to um, you know find a way to participate with within this uh, nft art environment. So uh, you know I, I was looking at these different platforms at the time there was you know um, super rare and known origin and you know all these big big uh, platforms that we all know today. And uh, you know there there wasn't really much of uh, a central community, you know, where people could kind of just talk about things and um, share art and um, you know auction art in in kind of like a an in intimate environment. All of it was automated. All of it is handled, you know, through smart contracts, autonomous type things, and that was really just like the status quo for it. Um, you know, so I uh, founded it and started building the community there. Um, and yeah, we actually just started off um, originally just for engine art, if you remember. Uh, so we did yes, all did. of our minting, yeah, within the engine ecosystem. And uh, you know, slowly we started to get more artists that were just uh, you know from all sorts of different platforms. Most of them came from you know Ethereum, uh, and so uh, yeah, it, we started growing a little bit more um, open and agnostic uh, w- with who we accept. Uh, you know, as far as platform, um art styles and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just been a, a, a wild, wild year. <laughs> We're coming up uh, on year one in April.
1: So. That's crazy, okay. man. It, it's like, I don't know. It's This space moves so fast. I feel like I was just discovering NFTs yesterday <laughs> and uh, here we are like right. already 2021. Uh Yeah, I do. Yeah. I remember the the engine being the primary part of the platform. And it was kind of funny when Rarible started becoming popular because that was when I discovered Auction house, you know, so it sounds like maybe a couple months after it was founded, I guess. And uh, I was I had been introduced to Rarible just before I discovered the auction house, and of course, the uh, so that was on my mind. And I think the first piece I auctioned was a Rarible piece, and it was kind of new at the time like, well, we usually only do engine, but yeah, we can do Rarible, let's try this out, yeah. (laughs) And uh, I also remember that um, Srianto's piece that I bought was uh, an engine 1155 token, um, and at the time, that was when Rari was really hot, so we were like, "Okay, well, let's price it on Rarible, and we'll, you know, we'll buy it, uh, via Rarible, um, and then you know, we'll get Rari tokens as a reward for using the platform and all that kind of stuff." And um, yeah. we had, so we had that fun issue of him trying to post the eleven fifty five on Rarible and discovering that it would show up, but then you couldn't put it for sale.
0: Yeah. And then,
1: then they were fixing it, and by fixing it, they broke it entirely. So the eleven fifty five tokens wouldn't show up at all. <laughs> and i just i remember like maybe two weeks ago all of a sudden they all appeared again but it's back to the very beginning where you can see them but you can't post them but um anyway yeah it's it's amazing seeing how the auction house has evolved since because it's it's continued to feel like a small community but there's like yeah. a thousand people in the group but it still feels like there's about 50 you know when you get right. in there and talk but yeah it's fun yeah i love it
2: yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. It's, it's always been fun having you there. And uh, Mitch, we need to get you in there <laughs> more often. You pop in know, like right? once in a blue moon. I'm like, holy shit,
0: Mitch. <laughs> it's a wild <laughs> much I do. That's kind of how I act in Telegram in Everywhere. general lately. It's like I'll pop into all these different chats and just say, hey, guys, what's up? And then poof, I'm gone. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> wait, Casper, like,
2: oh. yeah, I'll respond to you. And then you're already gone. I'm like, oh, well, all right. I'll see him in about a month or two. <laughs>
0: you know my first experience with the auction house was the auction that you guys did for the fundraiser for buddha and that was absolutely intense amazing beautiful like exciting I i could just go on and on with adjectives but it was absolutely amazing um and how you guys keep track of all of it is beyond me yeah so cool you for that. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah,
2: that was that was a lot of fun. Um it's uh it definitely took a lot of practice. But I think that event was our fourth or fifth charity event. Um so cool. after the the first the first one we did was um it was a little messy but we were really trying to figure out you know what the best way to uh, do a charity auction was you know like how to run it and stuff like that and then by the time the second one came we learned enough from the mistakes from the first time around that we were able to build sure. a more structured system so um yeah i mean that was a lot of fun we we definitely had a had a, a lot of great pieces you know a lot of people were really into the uh the cause um you know supporting somebody in need and stuff like that and that's kind of what i like the most about the the nftr community is it's just this willingness to, uh, band together, you know, and to, uh, Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just to put your differences aside and just kinda, um, uh, you know, just, just do what we do. You know, we create art, um, and, you know, in relationship with like in relation with the collectors, you know, they, they love to support the artists, they buy the art and, you know, then we take those funds and send them to some place that needs them. It's, it's really cool.
0: It really is. It really is. And I I mean, if you guys are um, up to uh, an update on Buddha, um, I just actually spoke with them about 20 minutes ago. Oh, awesome. um, Before our meeting here, and um, they have her an appointment with um, a very specialized neurologist. And so they're going to be doing that relatively soon, they hope. And I'm actually going to go there the end of the month, the 26th and 27th, and meet up with some people that are going to donate time for her bathroom that she needs done on the first floor. So I'm going to, because I've been so damn busy, my initial goal was to actually go there and do this. But because of how busy I've been and the lack of time, this is going to be the best that I can do. So um, we're going to go and set that up. On that weekend. And, you know, funny enough, they asked me today about cryptocurrency. And I said, you know, I said, if you guys do this, you open, you know, open up a trust wallet. And I explained to them how to open the wallet up and stuff like that. I said, and, you know, get me a couple of addresses, get me an Ethereum address and some other things. And, I would be more than happy to put that out on Twitter and see if we can get you guys, you know, just a little bit. It doesn't have to be a lot, you know, just something to to for the community if they want to follow up, if they want to show some more support, um, and actually get you guys into something that could benefit you more in the long run you know, and so they're excited about that opportunity as well. So yeah, it was, it was, uh, sorry to take so much time on that, but I I felt it important for everybody and for you because you were such a big part in raising funds for them, you know, that you'd appreciate hearing that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's really
0: great to hear. Very, very happy about that. Definitely.
1: So that makes me think that we should talk real quick about is by the time this airs, this will have already happened, but the, uh, uh, I can't remember what you call it specifically, but the, essentially offsetting your energy consumption um, and, and trying to raise some funds to do that. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Because Ooh, the carbon saw, footprint thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I saw a yeah. while ago Brian Brinkman had posted a thing about how he went and you know, uh, used a percentage of his sales to buy whatever it was on that website to offset his carbon footprint. So I'm kind of excited to learn more about this.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, <clears throat> yeah. There, there's a, um, what was it? There was a particular article that somebody uh, somebody posted, and it, it was on Twitter that I saw. Um, and it was an article that um, a lot of artists ended up citing um, or you know quote retweeting yeah. to bring uh, awareness to. It was a uh, uh, Gavin Shapiro, um, what was it? Uh, Brian Brinkman and a couple of other folks. And you know this article kind of just detailed kind of how energy intensive. Uh, crypto is, you know, like com- compared to uh, things like um, Visa and MasterCard type things, you know, like credit card uh, transactions. And, uh, you know, it kind of just shows a little bit in a, uh, you know, in, in a negative dystopian type light uh, towards crypto and NFTs, which was, I feel like a little unwarranted. Um, because, you know, I, I think it does bring its own set of like its own set of positives. Uh, but I mean, obviously there there is that issue of um, the energy intensivity, but we can offset those things. That's what um, uh, projects like Offsetra, um, which we are going to be working with, uh, you know, with this uh, carbon emission offsetting uh, auction. You know, like uh, we're working with them to set something up uh, basically to operate the same way we have with all of our other charity auctions um, to you know, do a call for artists, uh, have them donate some artworks and uh, just run an auction. You know, uh, hopefully we can get decent funds raised and then we'll send that off to Offsetra to uh, um, funnel that towards offsetting uh, our carbon emissions through all the transactions and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it, it'll be really fun.
1: So What do they actually do to offset the emissions, do you
2: know? So, um, I know for one of them, it's like tree planting and stuff like that. Um, but I think they have a couple of other, uh, a couple of other techniques that they do to offset the carbon. But I think the main one I saw was, you know, having to do with planting trees and stuff. Um, and I, I guess, you know, you need to pay someone to do that. And, uh, and then, yeah, I I mean, it it can't be like a, a free process, I guess, um, you know, as far as them being an organization, you, you can definitely do that by yourself. I think there are a couple people that um, actually do this where they dedicate a portion of their sales um, and then they go plant a tree. Oh. Uh, I think Mahawk does that.
1: Oh really? Oh yeah, um, that's right. I think I remember her talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mahawk does
2: that. I think a couple other people in the community do something really cool. I think, I think Lorda does too. Lorda Biontic. I'm, I'm not quite, I, I think so. But yeah, like there's the, like these really cool single individual initiatives, but also kind of is a, uh, an organization focused on doing that. So, you know, um, I feel like that type of thing would be beneficial, you know, on a bigger scale.
1: Yeah, I, fuck, I love that so much, man. It's just like, I, I agree with you that maybe it was a little bit harsh, you know, in, in the, the way it presented it, um, just because of the fact that we're evolving past that, like this is a phase. Um, but you know, like you say, it's also a good thing that I brought the attention to it because just because we're eventually going to get past that doesn't mean that we're not making an impact now. So do something about it while you can, you might as well, it's not going to hurt anything. You might as well do what you can to make it better anyway, and then continue to put the focus. It also puts the, the, the mental focus on that, which causes more people to start thinking about solutions to improve our consumption within the crypto space. and it goes from there you know i think obviously things like uh, Ethereum 2.0 if that's successful once it's fully rolled out that's going to obviously significantly decrease the amount of energy that we're consuming because of how it operates and it doesn't rely on energy as uh your your factor anymore but um there's obviously downsides to that and not every blockchain is going to do that a lot of blockchains have to remain proof of work bitcoin is still going to remain proof of work uh so there's still going to yeah. be a massive amount of energy being consumed by the crypto space so yeah, it's it's still good to put the focus on it and get people thinking about it and, and actually making a difference now, even if it's not a permanent problem.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think, you know, exactly that. It even though it was kind of like a negative article, um, there's a lot of positives that we can do, you know, um to to kind of combat that, you know, that that negativity. It's like, you know, I we hear what that issue is, so why don't we be constructive about it and be positive towards, um, you know, the actions we can take to do something like that. Um, And you're totally right. I have no idea how long it's going to take before these 2.0 rolls out. And, um, you know, we really start to see efficiency and, you know, lack of like this massive energy consumption. But um, I mean, I, I think if we are able to do a little bit now and just have people a bit more aware of, of you know this being a thing like like even for me I, I wasn't quite sure how gas intense or energy intensive it was but you can actually go look at um there's a another handy DAP um, carbon FYI and you can put in your address um, and uh, it'll show you like your transactions and like the uh, the carbon weight and stuff that you put out it's actually really interesting. But also
1: kinda horrifying. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go check. I'm checking that right now. Well, I think. By. You know, yeah. I think when it comes to
0: energy consumption, people in today's society really tend to overlook gaming because gaming yeah. oh my god, my son, <laughs> my electric bill in my house with my kid and his <laughs> damn computer and his gaming is like off the charts. i combine that with blockchain yeah. gaming. Right. So like, Oh <laughs> Lord. You know, I mean, I, I, I hear all about cryptocurrencies and how, you know, uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum and everything are so detrimental to the environment because of energy consumption, but so is gaming. And yet that yeah. doesn't ever really get talked about. Right. You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like a, it was kind of like a very, focused finger pointing type of thing, you know? And I I don't, I don't feel like that's very constructive. No, not at at all. all. Like, like what you're saying. Yeah. There's, there's lots of other. And then um, when
0: you think about the benefits and the upsides to the Mm -hmm. outs, the outcome and the use of cryptocurrencies versus the upsides and outcome to the use of gaming, it's like, well, wait a minute. Okay. So gaming (laughs) basically gives you a getaway and it gets, gives you a, um, a way to detach, right? Whereas cryptocurrencies yeah. not only give you that, but they also give you something of value in return. So, uh, I struggle with that one. You know? <laughs> I really do, and I think ETH 2.0 is something that's really going to push Ethereum into the stratosphere, so to speak. And not only is it needed for energy consumption gas fees cost of transacting you know and the use of the platform and the blockchain of it it, i think it's just it it's just needed in so many other ways as well so i'm excited to see it actually come to fruition and not be a typical um mr sun hype so to yeah. Do you have an announcement for us? <laughs> yeah. Right. An announcement of the announcement. Actually, there was there was a lot of act, uh, chatter on Twitter lately. This one guy says, "Yeah, I, you know this and that from from Tron and all this other crap that was going around." And it was, somebody responded and said, "That's a bunch of bullshit." <laughs> I loved it.
1: I loved it. Uh, I have an announcement. Yeah. My ETH wallet is responsible for 55,942 kilograms of CO2 emissions. Ouch. God. <laughs> That's <laughs> a lot. Okay, hold on. I got to go. What have you been doing? Well, uh, <laughs> what have you been doing? He says.
0: <laughs> 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 Professor, you really
1: need to step away from the I computer. I told you. I fell while. really deep into the NFT oh rabbit my hole. God. That's all I've done with this address. <laughs> I created this address just for NFTs. Hold on. I'm going to that... Uh, that fees uh, website, I've spent nine point seven one Ethereum on gas fees since I started this in Holy June. Lee, oh wow! Right now, Begibis. that's seventeen thousand six hundred seventy dollars. It says how much? Seventeen thousand six hundred seventy dollars. <laughs> if I would have just not spent anything on gas and not ever done anything with the ETH that I had, I would have just I would have just kept seventeen thousand. Yeah, but you right would have now. been a boring prick exactly <laughs> Just we don't saying. want to be a boring prick no, <laughs> no boring <laughs> prick. so long as you're not a boring prick that doesn't offset your carbon emissions you're okay <laughs> right <laughs> i'm looking at offsetra right now and it appears that i'm going to need to spend about um it's in pounds it's showing me in pounds but uh seven hundred dollars maybe to offset my carbon emissions so um i'll, uh, I'll get okay. on that that's that's not yeah terrible,
2: yeah you just
0: participate in the options yeah yeah right yeah. right <laughs> wow well, that could be, a be a depressing auction, that's for sure um, <laughs>
1: i might have to give you my whole fucking collection we should put out a disclaimer <laughs> and a warning do not
0: visit that site
1: don't visit that site <laughs> it, it, it could be the lead to massive psychiatric problems oh my god right I'm already hmm. hurt by it. <laughs> oh, hold on. So we did a dad joke this morning. So let's do a dad joke tonight. Okay. All right. This one, this, I'm more, I pretty much just kind of have to make fun of this dad joke. Cause well, we can't, I mean, the dad jokes are I'm something to be made it. fun of. Come on. This one's hard. This one. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Do it. Do it. What is the sleepiest fruit?
0: What is the sleepiest fruit?
1: Now I'm curious if y'all got any guesses. Yep. Let's see if you can get this actually.
0: Oh my God. What is the sleepiest fruit? Never, there's no
1: way you get this. I don't think anybody could get this. It's a true fruit. No, really. It's made up a word. Okay. All right. (laughs) They made up a word? I mean, it's mostly a fruit, but they've added a letter. (laughs) I'll even go as far as to say they added one letter to the front of an entire fruit name. A single word fruit name. Starts with an A. Good luck. You'll still never get this. There's no way. oh goodness well the, the fruit name so starts with an the a not oh, the actual
0: okay oh the fruit name starts with an a and it's a sleep fruit
1: it's it's the sleepiest fruit
0: sleepiest fruit an <laughs>
1: oh, apple hey that that works because it's a napricot but a apple would count a napricot oh, oh my god <laughs> oh see this might actually be you might have disproved this dad joke right it's an apple we don't know that it's the sleepiest. It could be equally sleepy as an apple. Right. <laughs> wow. What a conundrum. <laughs> wow. Well, we discovered something tonight. That,
2: that, was, that was okay. One.
1: <laughs> okay. Now, what other what other fruits can be sleepy? Now that we're now we're on this subject. Can you think of anything else besides a apricot and an apple? I can think of some boring fruits. And we got an <laughs> avocado. That's like a really good directional truth. that sounds sexual <laughs> no definitely not a avocado. <laughs> that sounds sexual yeah. how, how does tom tom and gps navigation not, where did tom tom come <laughs> from wait a minute now <laughs> obviously the best obviously the best gps device clearly tom tom <clears throat> you don't remember tom tom yes i do yeah <laughs> did you ever have a tom tom I think this might be before my time. Yeah, I've never had one, but I do remember the commercials from when I was a kid before I had a car. By the time I was actually driving and caring about going anywhere, we pretty much had... I didn't have smartphones, but I could still look up directions on Google Maps. So
0: I didn't need a TomTom. Speaking of before your time, I wonder if I could NFT an 8-track tape.
1: (laughs) Actually, there are NFT 8-tracks. Daniel, do you remember who... (laughs) Did those, there was like uh, VHS tapes and cassette tapes and eight tracks. And really,
2: <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. Who was that? Was that, that neon? Was
1: that, um, that was neon. Yeah, yes, yeah. That was neon. That was fucking sick. That is those, really- those yeah, are those are are
2: cool. cool. I really, really badly yeah.
1: wanted the, the, the Bitcoin eight track or the ETH eight track, but yeah, they were, they were already they sold out fast. They did. And, the, and yeah. the secondary market climbed really fast.
2: Yeah. I think somebody bought them like all out and then, uh, like
1: re them, right? Is afterwards. it Because that's a Pranksy move.
2: <laughs> I think I don't remember who it was. Um, but probably Pranksy.
1: Yeah. Probably Pranksy, yeah. We we were safe guessing that anyway. We have a pretty good odds of that being correct. <laughs> um talk about I remember when uh echo chamber. That, that was kind of like when Rary was first just or Rari was first just starting to get like everybody had crazy disp- uh, expendable ETH because of the RARI going to the fucking moon. Like, the people that were oh, in RARI at the beginning. Like, <laughs> I came in early enough to still be kind of a little bit of that, but the people that got in, like, right at the beginning, you know, especially, like, Rob oh, and man. Max and, like, those guys, yeah. they just had fucking the, the thousands of RARI, obviously, because of the distribution amounts. Yeah. And all. So it was fun because, like, it was, like, the most intense economic stimulus that anybody's ever seen. It was, like, all of a sudden, all artists had money no matter who you were and everybody was buying stuff from (laughs) everybody and it was just it was really a cool thing to see in fact it was beautiful it was amazing
2: yeah it was like a golden age of art buying it was so so amazing you would put up an artwork for like not even an hour and it would sell out and it's like what the fuck man this is insane have you guys been watching rari's price
1: at all uh, I w- haven't been until this morning, I started seeing all this stuff in the, in the auction house that was like almost 20 bucks and I was like, holy shit. I should have kept all of my
0: <laughs> Well, you know, it's, it's funny because when you look at any cryptocurrency, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Litecoin, all of them, and you're looking at eight decimal points and you're not looking at it at it in dollar values, but you're looking at it in how much Ethereum that you have or how many, you know, parts of it that you have makes it easier to use and and utilize than if you were comparing it to dollar value because if you were thinking of it in dollar value you'd lose your mind with what it would actually cost you to transact with it but because you're looking at it in parts of an ethereum you, you do you you see where I'm going with that? Your mind is kind of played tricks on a little bit in that regard. Do you, do you see that as a a reason or a way out of the mental uh, struggle with spending it when you're using it for NFTs? Mm
2: Yeah. Sorry. I I think I like just disconnected for a second and then I just rejoined. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think, um, like, are you speaking in terms of like the the uh, the price of Ethereum rocketing? And then in addition to that, like the, the constraint of gas well, prices? Well,
0: I'm more or less looking at it like gas prices in relation to parts of an Ethereum rather than looking at gas prices in dollar value. Um, and the same when it comes to uh, the Ethereum uh-huh. itself, you're looking at it in parts of an Ethereum rather than a dollar value because if you were looking at it in a dollar value, it would be more... Um, more pressure so to speak as to what you are actually spending yeah. versus parts of an ethereum does that make sense
2: yes yeah 100 percent. yeah it, it that honestly is um a little bit of a uh, a tough thing like when, when you're lo- looking to buy art um and it's like uh, you know it, it's a relatively cheap piece and then the gas just massively increases but, that like, price uh, yeah yeah it does almost by a 100 percent. that's insane you're almost paying the equal amount for the art as you are for the gas and then it makes you think like huh i i, I don't know about that now um so I, I definitely think it has a huge factor um in in how much art people are buying and what pieces people are buying well to. i mean and um people are
0: oh go ahead daniel I mean, i'm sorry
2: oh no you're okay yeah. yeah you know it's, it's just like a, i feel like people have to be or, or uh they're just playing it a little bit more um, precisely and specifically. You know, they they want to uh, be particular about the pieces that they get because of that um, increased gas cost.
0: Correct. And, you know, when we look at this market as a innovation and we look at the market as growth, we tend to start to see different projects um, adopting similarities to what ethereum has had with nfts and like digi assets for example um so now you know basically nfts are on the digibyte platform and blockchain Mm -hmm. and so therefore it's a lot cheaper to interact with you know and so along comes problem solvers right and different projects that jump ahead of the ETH 2.0 and come up with these solutions based on the, already the speed and the efficiency of their network to, to use those. And I I find that fascinating myself.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's something that's also really good is that uh, there are alternatives for artists to really get into, um, you Know because this does serve as a pretty big constraint, um, you know, and a barrier for a lot of folks. Um, you know, so, so there's uh, like you're saying, I actually am not too familiar with you uh, Digibyte NFTs, but you know, I know that there's a uh, uh, Wax is a popular one, um, there's a uh, Ghost Market, uh, and a couple other uh, choices that I'm drawing blanks on, but same here, um, those. Yeah, you know, but those those alternatives are there. Um, what I'd like to see more, though, is um, you know to see these these platforms kind of uh, grow a bit more in the demand for for the the NFTs. That's something we're not really seeing too much of. You know, is a lot of collectors on on those different platforms to um, supplement the the artists that are going in there and trying to uh, create NFTs on these different platforms. Um, at least I'm, I'm not sure with with the digibite uh you know i'm not sure if the nft market there is really hot or not but um you're definitely seeing it on these other platforms that it's definitely not comparable to ethereum quite yet and i'm not sure if it'll get to that point before eth 2.0 rolls out but you know it would be cool to see that um you know that ability for artists to kind of tap into different chains and um you know still find uh compensation for their, their artworks and stuff like that.
0: Right. Right. Correct. It's exciting. No matter how we look at it, the growth and expansion of this, of this NFT space and just the crypto markets in general, the crypto projects in general is, is astounding. So yeah, always something to be awestruck about. That's the beauty of it.
2: Yeah. Always. There's always something happening. Yes. Always some big announcement or, (laughs) Some uh, big project that just uh, you know is looking to take over, and it's it's really really cool to see. You know, like crypto time is always like ten times, uh, yeah. ten times the speed of reality. It's it's fucking nuts, man. It is. There's always always something going on, so it's something I I do love about the space that you just can't get anywhere else. You know, there's there's always something to do, always people to talk to, and um, ways to get involved and stuff like that um and and, and yeah i mean mean, it's really just uh continued that way um you know because when i started getting into everything in in 2017 it was like i feel like there was a lot less projects around um there was definitely like you know all these different icos and stuff like that but in terms of projects that were you know positive and and uh trying to accomplish something or, um, you know, that had rich communities that were, uh, diverse and, um, you know, just forward thinking and stuff like that. I don't really feel like that was quite there. Um, it wasn't until, uh, later, uh, in 2017 and 2018, that I started to get involved in these, these other communities. And, um, yeah. And then NFTs just fucking blew up just insanity, man.
0: Oh my God. Right. I, it's, it's totally crazy. So I got to ask you this trying to change gears a little bit. If there was something about your body that you wished were different in the sense of efficiency, what body <laughs> part would be the most inefficient that you wish you could make into something else? And what would you make it into?
1: Oh, shit. The <laughs> uh, That's a an like efficiency perspective. Right. Yeah, I like
0: because that. there's so many things about ourselves that are that is inefficient. What would you change to make it more efficient?
1: I think you can include technology, um, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Include whatever yeah. you want. I mean it could be technology, it can be a gadgetry, it could be a tool, it could be anything mm-hmm. that would make your life more efficient.
2: Nice. Yeah, that's that's a great question. I, I, I think let's see. So we're talking body part, yeah correct um i guess i i would say is it fair to say my brain is yeah, that is that that's a body is that, part
0: okay, okay. <laughs> i mean it's a pretty complex body part but yes it's definitely a body part but what would you what would you replace your brain with i i really got to hear this one <laughs> I, think
2: I would replace it with you know, like cybernetic or something, um, you know, because I really need to reduce the amount of sleep I need, um, so that I can do all the shit I have to do. I
0: hear you, I <laughs> hear you.
2: Way too busy and, and just, oh man, it's like so much shit on my plate all the time. Um, if I could not sleep as much, um, and just like operate a bit faster. I think that would be perfect. That would be amazing. So because also like the,
0: uh, so you'd kind of create your own little time machine within yourself.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I would say that's my biggest, my biggest inefficiency is just, um,
0: time management, just just
2: my my, my head. (laughs) Yeah. My management, honestly, dude, it's insane. Like I, I don't have a, like a calendar, like I should be doing. So I just schedule, Calls and and meetings with people and stuff like that, and then you know maybe two hours before I'll be like, oh shit, I have to I have to get on a call soon. Got to throw at least you remember you know, my clothes on and get
0: ready. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's always a like a big step is remembering, right? um No, I I can I can totally relate with with what you're saying, and. I can't imagine what life would be like to be able to put the world in slow motion, but keep yourself at the pace that you're at. Oh, could you imagine that? that? I would love that. uh, Basically you're creating 48 hours in a 24 hour day. Uh Just by slowing time yeah that would be, i think we're on to something that's awesome. here <laughs> yeah i think so you're yeah yeah
1: <laughs> you should be writing this I'm, down I'm sure instead of speaking it out loud. It. i know right yeah. we should be uh we should be uh having elon on next right yeah yeah oh so I, I have a question that has spawned from this because i'm sorry for the way my brain works but i've been off on another tangent in my mind wondering been if, there and done that <laughs> yeah so okay so daniel if you're going to replace your brain with some sort of like ai or computer or whatever would you rather have to replace it with technology from nineteen ninety-five? Or you could replace it with technology from twenty years from now, but you have to schedule the time and date. And even if you change your mind in the next 20 years, you still have it just still happens automatically in 20 years with that technology.
2: Oh shoot. <laughs> what a cool question. <laughs> Good luck with it, Doug. Damn. I don't know where it came from, but <laughs> yeah. I, I would I would say to go for the one 120 years from now, I would say I would say that because I, I, I think pretty positively and I think you know, um, that choice will be better than the 1995.
0: I look at the technology side of things and I think of I would pr- you guys are like, I look at you guys as minds and your brains like smartphones. And mine is kind of like a flip phone from the '90s, um, and mm-hmm. so there's that there's that separation that we tend to have because of that. And I don't know where in the fuck I was going with this, but it just seemed like the way I wanted to go. And uh, yeah, I'm out.
1: Peace. <laughs> you, you just think because you, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a long leap at trying to guess what you were saying. Okay, please, I'm, do. I'm gonna <laughs> guess that you were saying that because you grew up with older technology, you're more trusting. And the technology of 1995 already seems pretty advanced and you're worried that you might change your mind in 20 years. And so that you're willing to trust the technology from 95. I think that was Yeah. 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 Let's just I go with it, that. I that sounded exactly like it. a perfect analogy.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love it. It fits, especially with my narrative right now. So
1: yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Sweet. All right. There we go. If you think of a, a, an, edit then you can uh, amend that with your 2022 <laughs> tax return yeah right
0: now let's click rewind okay yep no still there um yep. <laughs>
1: yep. awesome The time travel thing though you that could come in handy in the future oh dude could you imagine that
0: would be so yeah. cool to be able to either not so much pause time but just slow it down so that yeah. you can you could accomplish so much more in the same time in a in a less time
1: frame oh here's a good question uh for daniel if you could go back in time let's just say you went back in time and removed orange tic-tacs from existence all all the other tic-tacs can stay but you remove the orange ones how does that change the future oh good god (laughs) (laughs) think about it the orange tic-tacs were (laughs) like uh, we're talking
0: but
2: yeah A, a big uh, butterfly effect here yeah
1: yeah totally there's gotta be something i'm, I'm
2: thinking that's not going to be the that's yeah that's not going to be the only orange thing to fade out i think most orange things that we know of will just fade out of it like shag carpet so right
1: because like, what you're saying is like tic-tac the orange yeah, tic-tac was so powerful to our psyche that without that we don't like orange as much
2: yes exactly yes we'll just have a lot less orange things i think that would be the the butterfly effect so of then that. the campfire the,
1: logo would be red uh, hmm
2: yeah well, exactly. or are we just the most <laughs> yeah.
1: unique podcast you've ever seen god that's the gotta be, orange it. Logo. That's gotta be it. trying to break
0: down the barriers
1: <laughs> yeah yeah precisely okay so now then that becomes is is an orange list <laughs> or or a minimal orange society better or worse do we like orange or, or fuck you orange? Know,
2: I love orange. I my actually it's kind of funny. My uh my uh co-founder for for Aga he he hates the color orange. Really? It it like yeah it kills him inside. But I think it's like such a beautiful color. Orange is just. I feel like it's it's um not quite on the happy scale with like yellow, but it's. It's like a good medium between very, very happy
1: and kind of mellow. Yeah, it's kind of comfy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Okay. So let's uh, let's bring it back around to NFTs and, and bring a little bit of logic back into this. Is there logic in this? It's late. there's no logic in this. It's way late and logic is but okay. So, let's so just, it's
2: long gone now. Let's say you could
1: have your car wrapped in in any artist's work. Um um, I'm going to just allow you to pick the top two because it's hard to pick a favorite and, you know, everybody feels like they don't want to pick a favorite. So who, if you could pick two artists to to mural your car, basically, who would it be?
2: Oh, that's such an awesome question. Um, ah, let's see. Top two. Damn, that's so hard. I, I'm so bad at picking favorites. I know, so, right? So, so bad. Um, but I, I would say... Uh, I'd pick Locious.
0: Damn it
1: that's first like, right. mine, mine too so. i was yeah, gonna get two I already on you, my
2: brain go the ahead colors. who's number two number two i would say odious Odious yes. is a great great yes. artist i would have to say a money a lot uh, this too oh my Ooh, god that'd be hilarious what if they, the ferocious they and movie? money
0: a lot of oh. car think about that yes Off the fucking i'm telling you guys
1: okay well here hold on when when money comes on the show for the second time in how he's coming on yes, in March, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. It, it, he was actually, have you heard that episode with him? No, I didn't know you guys had an episode with him. Yeah. It was like number 14. It was way back. Like when oh, he was doing oh, the, really? the McAfee movie posters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I'm gonna listen to that. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, man. He's he was so worried about coming on the show. He's like, nobody's gonna understand. He was actually
0: me. drunk because he was so worried. <laughs> yeah, he was
1: drunk because he was worried. It was fucking hilarious, man. You should oh, listen that's to awesome. it Oh man, money is amazing. He uh I actually almost had him do a, a banner, but then for my Twitter, but then uh Benza did mine, so I ended up not paying him. But yeah. Um when he comes on, we might have to propose the ferocious slash money. Yes. Um, I I would like to say Lambo just because it fits the theme, but I fucking hate. Let's go Lambros. with Viper. Oh, no, fucking hate oh, Vipers God. too. <laughs> well, what? in your car? Chevette. Like? <laughs> <laughs> <A Shavag, laughs> yes, that's actually that's actually right, a great I think idea so. because they're pretty. Either square. that or a Pinto. There's a lot of real estate for artwork. A Chevette or a Pinto, one of the two. A Pinto's got a, such a big ass window. Okay, so my when I was a kid, I knew a guy that had a. <laughs> this is one of those weird tangents, but I know a guy that had a. A fucking seventy something <laughs> other pinto, pinto with a Cadillac five hundred in it.
0: <laughs> that's almost <laughs> as good as a Maverick with a three fifty one in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> he raced it, and a Maverick with a three fifty one uh, Windsor or three fifty one Cleveland, Cleveland, definitely. Yeah, of course. Fucking W's <clears throat> are trash, but I'm not a Ford guy, so I would actually or prefer actually, a Or actually, you could have a Clevor
0: with a Cleveland block and a windsor head and it gives you extremely amount an extreme amount more horsepower and is a pretty amazing combination
1: if i remember correctly or you just get a super cobra jet for about 42 grand and call it <laughs> whatever technicalities <laughs> <laughs> uh, technicalities man i don't know i'm just the, there's so many so many things going on in the NFT space there's, there's such a big list of like Specific projects and events and stuff coming up that I want to talk about, and I'm kind of thinking that let's let's touch on the guild a little bit just because everyone's oh, talking yeah. about 2021 being the year of the collabs. Um, obviously the guild got together early in or, or towards the end of 2020, and been putting out all kinds of crazy collabs. And uh, I I don't know. I'm just really excited to sort of see what's next for for this whole project. Um, yeah. I like, I, how, how are you feeling about it? Are you, are you stoked about it or are you just kind of getting tired of seeing collabs everywhere or where's your mind at?
2: <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I, personally love collabs. Um, I, I just, I love how, um, how unique it, it like blends the two diff- or I guess, you know, it can be more than two, but like the, the, um, different artist styles, I think that's such a crazy cool thing. And the way that, you know, we do it at the guild, it's just, it's fucking nuts, man. Like, what, what are we at now? Like 30 members? and Yeah, um, I think the
1: async one was, oh, which we'll, we'll talk. Uh, yeah, it'll be out by the time we just release it, So we can talk about that. But yeah, it's like 30, 30-something members. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and even the the async one has more people that are outside of uh, the guild. Yeah, like uh, uh Yeah, I think it's got
1: a couple because Coldy jumped in. So I think it's like three or four members higher than the actual guild count. So or something yeah. like that. I can't remember.
2: It's it's just it's so wild. And I, I think that's gonna be really, really cool too. I, I definitely think that it's going to be the year of collabs. There's just so much new talent, I think, that are coming out. Um and you know, those artists will want to collab with um, you know, their peers, like their their cohorts, so to speak. Um, you know, like like the uh the new um what was it? Like the the new young super rare people, like uh, you know, yeah. folks uh, folks, right? um you yes. know jonathan wolf and stuff like that like those those guys those superstars um you know th- there's going to be another i think another cohort uh of of these nft artists that are coming out and they'll want to um you know collab with each other they'll want to collab with you know the the superstars above them and then the legacy artists you know people like coldie and uh, money a and stuff like that there's going yep. to be that kind of like intergenerational type um collab you know what i mean and it's just it's gonna be fucking amazing i think it's gonna be really really cool um to see uh and i i think you know uh with the guild we're gonna see something like that too we're going to be having people <clears throat> excuse me from across these these generations of crypto art and you know turn it into one single uh collab piece between all these artists it's just man, it's going to be insane. They've already been so diverse and so, you know, so wild with from 11 artists to 20 artists, now 30 artists. And it's like, like, can you imagine that at 40 and 50? I just, right. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's, it's fucking crazy how like all it, it's funny how all of the crazily different styles still somehow manage to fit perfectly together. Yeah. You know, it just like, Because there's so many different styles, makes it feel natural, and then it becomes like its own. Like every (laughs) little section becomes its own piece of art. And And especially when you know at the super high resolutions that we're doing them at, it's like you can you can zoom in to full screen on a 4K monitor in like eight different places on the artwork and have like so much. I don't know. It's you get to experience so much of everybody. I guess is what kind of gets me excited about it. It's so fun to see what everybody comes up with on, you know, you give give 30 different people a theme and every single one of them totally comes up with something different in their mind for what that theme means to them and what it looks like to them. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's exciting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so cool to see. And, um, you know, like you're saying, like these things are so big, um, you really could just put it on on like a, a 4k screen and just dissect all the little details it, it's kind of funny um <clears throat> uh on on our collab uh candy mountain um you you can't see it from uh from the uh like rareable um the rareable or open sea view mm-hmm. um but it, it, if you zoom in uh, on the right side there's like a little cave um and i <laughs> I, I put a little neon candy sign and then some creepy eyes in the cave.
1: You put eyes in my cave? I, I put the key yeah. there. <laughs> oh, was that you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was my cave.
2: Yeah, yeah, I put eyes on the cave and a little candy <laughs> sign at the top. But you have to zoom in, like, like two hundred x.
1: Yeah, just I to go to check that out. See, I was—it was funny because I was wondering what somebody would put in the cave. Yeah. <laughs> I went, I actually I remember looking on my phone to see if I could see after it was released, but I couldn't, but that's cause I was looking on the Rarible preview. So I definitely have to go relook at the full resolution. want to see if I can see that now. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, you got me thinking when you were talking about, um, you know, how, how big they were and being able to look at the areas of them, like, you know, the, um, what the hell is it called? I can't think of what it's called right now, but, the the picture frames for NFTs that it comes with just with the the video or the image on it. And you can't change it to different ones. Um, Oh, the infinite uh, objects. Yeah. Yeah. Infinite objects. I was like infinite something, but yeah, it's infinite objects, something like that. But with a full high res image that would just sort of like pan the whole thing and then, and move to different areas on it really slowly. So that over the course of, you know, a month, you've maybe taken in the whole thing, but you know, every, every time you look at it, you're looking at a totally brand new image that's still full resolution on your, on your uh, screen, but it takes you, you know, like I say a whole month or whatever to actually finally see the whole thing.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: That'd be fun. I mean, that'd be,
2: that'd be a cool idea. Uh, Like just with all like the, the the different details and stuff, like you really could see each of those panels as um, you know, like if you were to turn into a grid, I guess uh, you know, Puck style, like all of those would be, you know, a cool artwork in a sense. It it all combines into something beautiful, um, and complete. But I think if you honestly took any corner or any parcel of of the the guild collabs, because they're so large, like they could be really, really cool artworks in their own right.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean too. Is like if you just take one of the guild artworks, for example, and then. Because of the resolution, the full res of the screen would be like, you know, just the top left corner of it, a small piece of that. And then you just kind of slowly cycle the whole image so that what's displayed on the actual screen is just a, a chunk of, of the overall piece and just slowly moves through different ones. Or, or like you say, you could cut it up into like nine sections and, and display those each individually or whatever. So um, I really like what uh, Doug has done in setting up the uh, gallery in Decentraland and putting the, yeah. the collabs up on the wall. It takes up like the whole wall. It's, it's kind of cool to look at.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. Has, has he um has he added any of the, the other clubs lately? Do you know? I, I haven't been there in, in a while.
1: It's, it's been a, about a month since I've actually logged in, but there was two or three of them up. Um, last time I was in there, there was Fear and there was... Uh, um. Oh, yeah, and Flowers, I think, right? Flowers, and then I can't remember the name of the other one, but it had the all the little squigglies and stuff on it. What the hell's the name of that one? <laughs> I don't remember. It doesn't matter, but it's, it's up there and interesting. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh well, that was like that one that uh Max bought uh, palimpsest. Oh, that, palimpsest. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there were that, that one had so many little details talking about scrolling or zooming in and looking at things. That one, there was like little words everywhere and all kinds of little things hidden. And man, I think, uh, yeah, when that one resells this year, it's going to be interesting.
2: Dude, I cannot wait for that. Like uh, the, the next 100 ETH sale or something. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> that would be sweet. Because that,
2: that thing is just legendary. It's, it, like, I feel so long ago now that, that we it did does, that collab.
1: Right? It, it feels it, like ancient. It does. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it does feel ancient. And it was like the very beginning
1: of yes. uh of, uh
2: the the guild and uh, you know all of us getting together to to do something like that it was it, it definitely feels like it's it's a a legacy type artifact very, yeah, very it cool. feels
1: super nostalgic and it's only been like <laughs> what four months it has it
2: been <laughs> only four months
1: <laughs> i i don't know but it's it, it might have been longer max put out a tweet <laughs> that said when i bought this back in and i can't remember what the month was maybe it was july so it might have been this whole this whole past year has gone so fast that everything feels like a week so
2: yeah yeah i i totally agree with that it's it's just like time is just flying so so fast yeah yeah always accelerating um you know i i have a question for mitch though when when is uh when is yeah when are you going to get into uh into making art or buying?
0: okay so that brings oh, up so, well, a perfect that's a good opportunity because yeah. i showed Ooh. the <laughs> professor a Atat from star wars that i built out of wood okay and it's fully oh, okay. functioning the legs move and everything
1: um, yeah, yeah
0: it's pretty sick and so him and i are going to do a collaboration on an nft with this piece and i think it will be pretty freaking amazing so yeah, there there you go, buddy. That it, it's gonna happen. It's just a matter of and yeah. and being that it's an it has to do with NFTs, I'm sure it's gonna happen relatively quickly.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it has to do with editing and releasing podcasts, it's a little slow, but I'm Hey, I wasn't gonna go NFTs. there. That's no, no, that was not my <laughs> intention, no.
0: No, but it's true. It's true.
1: That's the thing on my mind. No, I'm excited for it too. He he holds this thing up and he starts wiggling the legs and shit. I'm like, fuck, dude, I can Right. This will be this will be badass. <laughs> so, I'm I'm excited for it. I mean, I love turning physical things into stuff. I mean, that's like what I do mostly with my art is physical stuff and then turning it into stuff digitally. And so when you were showing me this ATAT, I'm like, well. <laughs> There's gonna be fucking laser right. beams and. Uh, we are yeah, gonna have. I don't know. We're gonna have fun. Stars. We and explosions are gonna have so and, much know, fun it's... with
0: this, and I think this is going to be my cherry popping experience. That's gonna just force me Dude, into the NFT space. Hold on. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: This also has to. We we have to bring Benza in on this collab. Oh, for sure. I'm down with that. Oh, you guys
2: gotta bring Benza.
1: Yeah, because I mean, if if there's anybody who's good at thinking up yes. little tiny details to fucking hide and yes. shit, it's him. So, like like, and his animation skills, even though he's never done it before, are already starting to go crazy, so he can get on the in on that side, and we can have the cool a t a t doing shit with all sorts of little things hidden around, and maybe uh Daniel can do some beautiful clouds for us because like the signature, so you know, maybe we'll bring Daniel. yeah so we could, <laughs> we
0: should definitely do this along with throwing a few logs on the fire. i think this is going to be a (laughs) lot of fun and i'm totally looking forward to it i am blown away with how fast this hour went daniel and this conversation has been extremely fun
2: Yeah. Yeah. it's just been, it's already been an hour already. Oh my That's God. Right. Actually, Is that not that?
0: crazy? That's the professor and I are talking back
1: backstage here and we're like, Oh my God, it's been over an hour already. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Sometimes they go really fast when you're like, especially when we were first starting to do this, oh. cause like, you know, the more you do it, the more you get a feel for how long an hour feels and that kind of thing. But it's at the very beginning, you know, you get into a deep conversation and it felt like 10 minutes and all of a sudden you're like, shit, I've got to fucking go. I'm late for yeah. whatever it is. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, no, this was a good time. I think we're definitely going to have to have another one. And I would really love to get you on for a Thursday live stream yes. at some point in the, oh, in the not so too fun. distant yes. future. So yeah, we'll, uh, okay. we'll make that happen for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, Brother, man. thank you so much Sweet. for
0: joining us tonight. This was a lot of fun, Daniel. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. I look forward to jumping into the auction house and saying hello and, uh, you know, make him make an, oh, a, speaking an of appearance. auction house
1: real quick. someone catching you off, but uh, do you want to p- plug the Twitter handle and are, uh, yes, are, uh, for the URL? Yes, please do. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, for Twitter um, it's uh, it's the aga. Um, and then you can join us on telegram. It's T dot slash the aga. That's a T H E A G A H.
1: Cool. Cool. Awesome. Sweet. Hopefully, we see some of you in the program. That'd dope. Yeah. And now I yeah, can continue now that I was a dick and no. interrupted. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. We're way past that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Sometimes you're just going to forget. If you don't say it, it's just going to go me. away. And so we've just we've, just like, we've both we done
0: that for how many years now? <laughs> Almost two years. Two oh, years yeah. this March, bro
1: that's the that's two years we've
0: been doing this podcast this may i'm sorry may may 5th i believe it was
1: it is insane insane. yeah cheers well here's to another two four eight ten who knows however long crypto goes and if not we'll just have the fucking campfire bitcoin goes to shit uh you will be the first guest on the campfire (laughs) (laughs) uh man this has been a good podcast thank you so much for coming on the show absolutely all right. Yeah, thank you good, so man. much, guys. We'll talk this to you awesome. again
0: soon. Take it easy.
2: All right. Talk soon.
0: Wow, that was a lot of fun. It really it was. Was. It was. It was. You know what else what? was fun today?
1: I went to McDonald's and got myself some Did Pokemon you really?
0: Cards. Oh, my yeah. God.
1: All right. You, you well, don't have your camera you either, gotta. do you?
0: You suck.
1: No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes, you know, I, I do, too. actually. I don't, I don't oh, have one with me. I will show, I will, we'll, we'll, get on a video call. We'll do something okay. later tomorrow, whatever. I'll Speaking of tomorrow, we don't have anything planned for tomorrow, do we? <laughs> no, you want to edit? Oh, no, that's Sunday.
0: Um, yes, I do want to edit oh. Monday. And guys, thank you so much for listening to the show tonight. Oh yeah, we're still, <laughs> We we're really appreciate having <laughs> you support us and, uh, and love the support of our community. Um, And we just, We really enjoy doing this podcast. So, thank you all for your support and look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Take it easy. Hey!